Hi, this is Danny, the GM from the Lost Omens podcast, and Mina from the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, BeardedDragonGames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at BeardedDragonGames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Wilders! Is that what I'm supposed to yell now? Yeah, Wilders, Profilers, Stylers. And first issuers. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that's the one I came up with. I like that one better. I like it. Welcome, of course, to your Thursday night crisis talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is, wait, did I roll a wild? A Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog. I, of course, am the guy who has to now sit in this chair. Mm, accurate. I am Chuck, and I'm joined once again by my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator, the CEO Editor-in-Chief, Supreme Ruler, and Reptilian Overlord of the Professional Casual Network, and the guy with the computer, Tim. That is how I am most useful. Tim. I, I bring a computer and... Uh, it's true. I need yeah. to drive. 13 hours without any help. Both ways. Uphill. Both ways. All alone. No one even offered to help. It's true. But we have a very special guest with us tonight. We do have a Arguably very, the very biggest guest that we've had since the last guest. I, I would, yeah, actually yeah. completely agree with that. I would agree wholeheartedly mm-hmm. with that. Tim, bring him in. Alright, we have all the way from, I think, Arizona, it's Mr. Brendan Franz from Adepticon. One of the first people we met. <laughs> and uh, one of the most uh, near and dear to our hearts people that we met. Hardest working guy at Adepticon in the area which we were also in. 100%. Easily. At, at least in that 20-foot area. Within sure. that 20-foot area. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hardest worker. I mean... I, I actually came up with a drinking game for you guys. Uh, it may or may not be lethal. I cannot verify that you'll even make it. But um, every time I buzz through the back of your camera, take a drink. Um, yeah, no, we're not... You, Mitch, don't... You might not it. make it through a game. Yeah, so first off, I feel like that's something we absolutely have to do. When we get 55-star reviews <laughs> on Wait nope. Viral the Wild on uh, you know a combination of all platforms, whether that's Spotify, uh, Audible, or uh, Apple Podcasts. Head over to will, the Fifth Legion. Leave them a five-star review for Elite Age, or uh, for <laughs> Wait Did I Roll a Wild. Actually, yes, if you yeah. could do that, Fifth Legion, go check them out. Yeah. And uh, leave it. Leave, fifth uh, Trooper, Fifth, fifth trooper. Legion. We constantly yeah. combine. Uh, the Fifth Trooper. Listen, I don't... I I, I'm a very casual Dude, Legion Jay player. is going to be upset. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be fired again. That's fine. Yeah, this is going to be a rocky relationship, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go leave a, a five-star review for the Fifth Trooper podcast, yeah. but make sure the content of yeah. that five-star review mm-hmm. is for Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? Has to be a five-star review, though. Mm-hmm. Here's why. They won't delete a five-star review. Correct. It hurts the algorithm too much to get rid of it, yep. but forever imprinted there will be the Wait, Did I Roll a Wild review. I highly recommend everybody going to do this. It's worked out well for other shows here at the network. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It's like a reverse raid. It, like, yeah, but 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 like self promotion. I I I think I like this. You know, we we go out there and we spread positivity. But if Jay's asking, I I, I don't like it. Yeah. If Jay's asking. <laughs> It is a it is a selfless um, self promotion. Yeah, no, uh, I was I was running all the Star Wars Legion uh, content there at Adepticon. Had a couple of people helping me out. Um, obviously, part of the Adepticon staff and um, and working close with the guys who ran all the MCP things. And obviously, it was neighbors to you guys. Yeah. Um, I think we kind of we kind of met up afterwards and started talking. And I was just like, yeah, these guys are these guys are kindred spirits. So. We should probably talk very much. So 100%. Yeah, That's how it works. So, so tell us a little bit about your history with conventions. Uh, was this one of your first Adepticons? Have you done other conventions and stuff in the past? And what has your kind of whole, you know, in an abridged version, what has your experience been so far on, on the larger minis game convention circuit? Yeah. So I'll keep it short, uh, for, for your sake, cause I think you've heard it before, but, um, <laughs> I mean, we were but, pretty uh, enthralled hearing it, yeah. to be perfectly honest. It, it was. You were a great audience. Um, <laughs> but but basically, um, this is my second Adepticon. I started in 2019 um, after um, there was kind of a call out, hey, we need, we need somebody to do this. And so we packed up a 15-passenger van full of terrain and drove nonstop 30 hours from Phoenix to Adepticon and, and made that happen. Um, this year we had a little more, this year we had a little more lead time, so we didn't need to maybe resort to, um, tactics like that. Um, but I mean, everything from, you know, Boy Scouts to high profile catering to running land parties when I was in the Air Force. Um, and then when I was in the Air Force, I started judging for WoW TCG, um, and then I'm massive fan of the wild TCG right here, by the way, I, such I a good game. hard. The raids were just such incredible. a good game. Uh, I, I may or may not have promos around here. I can't grab them quickly, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, I love that game. I love that program. Um, I learned a lot about judging and event organizing, um, for, for gaming through that community. Um, I, I got involved with white wolf doing some play testing and demo for them um, got involved with Asmodee demos as well. And then Legion came out and it was just, honestly, it was just a perfect fit. Um, some of the early events we saw, you know, needed some more love, especially in the terrain department there. Um, and so I got, I got involved with, with some of the core Legion people there. And then next thing I know, um, after running Adepticon in 2019, I, I ran basically every major Star Wars Legion event in North America, including Toronto. Um, so flew, flew up, ran Worlds at, at their headquarters in FFG, and then did Gen Con. And, and Jay had me run an event that he hosted up in Syracuse. Uh, just a fifth trooper put on an event up there in the, in the convention center. Um, in that area. And it was, it was a great venue. So, um, unfortunately that got canceled by the the global jerk that shut everything down. So, yeah. um, yeah, was definitely a, <laughs> a, a return for me and, and something that I put a lot of passion into. And obviously you saw me running around like a maniac because, yeah. um, you know, we, we had a, we had a small staff, I had a great staff, but everybody wanted to play and nobody wanted to work. So, um, it wasn't until some people got eliminated that I could start recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> so have you, I mean, at, at any point where you're like, listen, if I just sabotage a model or two, you know, they'll, they'll get 
they'll scrub out quicker and then I'll have a, a bigger staff. Right. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Cause you want to root for your buddies, right? Well, I mean, not root cause you're, you're impartial, but like you, you want your friends to do well. Yeah. And then at the same time, it's like, look, I have all this, I have all this talent, all this capability that would make my life easier. And I know I could lean on these people. And a couple of people did, they, they sacrificed the rest of their weekend and, and helped me out. Ryan from the, the stab cast and, uh, John Griffin, I had him all weekend. Um, and he's a, he's a Chicago local there. And so, um, awesome. Then we had some Adepticon staff helping me too. To I mean that that's the neat thing about Adepticon is like if you need help, you can ask Adepticon staff, and and you'll get help. Like mm-hmm. like you're not alone. You know when when I need something, I can reach out and somebody somebody can help me out. And that's that's something as an event organizer I haven't experienced in too many places. You know usually it's your bag, you're responsible for it, get it done. Yeah. Um, and, and that's my attitude. I'm going to get it done. But just that ability to have like people that you can just be like, hey, can, can we get some assistance here? And then I'll, I'll say like, I, that's pretty cool. I think we were probably pretty spoiled because that was our first convention experience. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you know, this is really like a family. Everyone knows each other. Everyone's super helpful. Uh, you can you can ask and people will actually, you know, legitimately try to help you. Um I don't know if we're going to experience that. Oh, we're going to get humbled so quick. Yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to I didn't hurt. hear a single thing you just said. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Pretty much, long story short, Adepticon is a great and every other convention blows. Uh, and we're going to get uh, uh, humbled real quick when we go and uh, aren't catered to and treated like absolute babies. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we're going to actually have to put in some work, you know what I mean? And actually do the bare minimum other than just be like, oh, no, I need help. And we get it. Yeah. 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 We got spoiled. So I, it's it's honestly a great experience. I my only regret with Adepticon is that I didn't start it 10 years sooner, though. Admittedly, I probably wouldn't have been ready 10 years sooner. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like just from a just from an experience standpoint. But, yeah. Um, I, I love it. Hell Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So normally we start the show out with a segment called Games Played and Hobby Thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll kind of go around. And if if there's anything in the hobby, uh, assembling, painting, uh, construction uh, that you've done now, now's the time to share it. Chuck, uh, I know you've kind of been a little bit busy. I know models kept showing up on my porch this week. Um, I mean, I mean, I assumed you said I didn't do anything. You, however, accomplished so much this week. All right. You got Rogue and you got Gambit done. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was really impressed with your glow effect that you did on Gambit using your new pigment uh, glow that you got from like dry pigments from from Adepticon that you got. I'm surprised you had time to go by it, honestly, with how busy (laughs) you were. Um, And you painted up rogue with the like the green outfit that was interesting, yeah. and different. Um, and then the rogue and the gambit looked really good. And then you proceeded to just then follow it up. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Bringing bringing in the the fury and the frenzy. You got uh, right uh, those two done. Uh, Honey badger and X twenty three. Knock those right out. It took yeah. you like an hour and a half. Yeah, you were finally you were like, well, I guess I should get this done. And then you banged it right out. Right, couldn't believe it. You did a great job. Listen, just, you know what? Oil oil wash works every time, doesn't it, bud? Every listen, every, every time. time. It, it's, it's like cheating. It's like I put in a game genie. Yeah, pretty being, much. Yeah, liquid talent, so they call right. it. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then you painted two more, and uh, I'm escaping me who it was. Yeah, me too. Uh, d- did I paint any sludge stuff? No. Uh, did I did I paint? No. Uh, oh, I think I painted them a while ago, and then and or you painted them a while ago. 
that was so close. You uh, you painted them a while ago, I think before we left for Adepticon, because there was six altogether. Oh, okay. And then you had already done them and finished them. Yeah. I was very proud of you. Good job, buddy. Listen, thanks, man. I, I did a I did a great yeah. job. It's it's one of my favorite parts of the hobby. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and you got Honey Badger together with no problem. You don't even understand what everybody was complaining about. I don't. It's almost like I have literally zero frame of reference for yeah. people. Are I don't know. I don't know. I did. I I was flabbergasted. But yeah. honestly, you did a great job, bud. Thanks. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, X, uh, you want X Force colors, right? I did. Yeah, I really like the X Force thematic. Yeah. So definitely went with those yeah I, I, it was like you didn't really have an idea so you just ran with it yeah yep that's part of you buddy when i'm at my best and then this weekend mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna pull a dan cole all all weekender get uh electra shadowlands daredevil and nick fury done because they come out this weekend that's true yeah i will probably get that tactical rope painted up and and you know what we're going to be uh doing a live show for uh grim podcast of perilous adventure this saturday at Mm -hmm. long island tabletop expo there you go so the fact that i'm somehow going to get all of those models done and uh get that because you're gonna bring them on monday right yeah so I'm really well, proud of you, but well, I have a five hour drive each way alone with no help. So right. that'll be when I'll get that the, makes a lot of the sense. most of my painting that makes a done. Lot of sense. Uh, Mr. Brendan, did you do any particular hobby stuff this week at all? I did. Chuck did such a good job explaining what you did. Can Chuck cover what I've done? Because <laughs> maybe I could try. Uh, I'm so, going to so say you painted go, something. Chuck. Here we go, Chuck. Oh, snap! A little battle tech. All right. I love that. A nice red. Yep. So, uh, unfortunately, I can't get focused there, but um, that's a Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Um, I was going to say uh, Jaeger. Wasn't sure. And then I've also got a Summoner that I've been working oh, on. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, you know, unfortunately, this is not a professional camera here that I'm working with, but. Um, well, you're on the professional no, casual network, so if there's a if there's a time to have a, a webcam, it's now. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, so uh, I work at Monument Hobbies. We make pro acrylic paint and all that fun stuff. Cheap plug. But um, when we get done on Friday nights, we play Marvel Crisis Protocol and BattleTech. And lately, we've been kind of working on building a campaign. So I'm like prepping my mechs for that, um, while also um, trying to build up the motivation to assemble my X Men because I really want like my '90s X Men team. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I mean, I was just, oh, I've always had a huge, huge love of Storm. And so, like, it was like, I need Storm, I need Wolverine, I probably need Cyclops. Wow, um, that's a know, rude way Ro- to say that. Cyclops is absolutely necessary as the best Look, X-Man. It's my, it's I, my, fa- one of my favorite affiliations mm, to run, very honestly. Yeah. 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 No, see, as a Boy Scout, I don't like the Boy Scout. So I'm uh, just saying. That that, all right. That's fair. Yeah. Well, and granted, my. But, um, but no, uh, Got Jean. I've got her assembled. I need to get some of those together. And and um, in the meantime, I'll continue to run my Guardians team, uh, which I need to finish painting that too. But I'm a big fan of Guardians personally. But I've been working on. Um, I, I by the way, I, I have recently decided that I don't like painting armies. I don't like building things. Um, you need a chance. Yeah. I need a chuck. Yeah, who clearly. also hates and doing all of those things, and they <laughs> really hates it when he has to do it twice. Yeah. Uh, but but what I've what I've decided is I do like painting characters, and I think that's what I like about MCP. And then um, the other thing that I'm kind of working on is uh, I'm I'm trying to learn slash teach myself 
slash learn from others, uh, wet blending and doing more of that is something I've never been good at. It's a skill I've never done. So I'm just trying to like grow that. Um, right. and, and so, um, fortunately I got a bunch of miniatures at Adepticon that I can paint up, not worry about them. They're not for anything I'm planning on playing. And I've got tons of practice palettes. So right. Hell if, yeah. if I could real quick, cause I know Tim's not going to do it. I'm going to do a shameless plug for money, my hobbies. Uh, it is probably one of the best, hobby companies out there especially with the pro curl paint line i know tim uses it almost exclusively with all of his stuff um and his translucent the translucent line specifically um is uh without without question yeah the translucent line without question is probably the best in the business for like translucent like you know, uh, contrast, instant speed paint, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Some of the best, some of the best, the pigment to, um, like uh, translucency is phenomenal and you do a great job every time, Tim. Hey, thanks with your man. stuff. I'm really proud of you. So, you know, shameless plug. If we could get a sponsor, there we go. <laughs> I really like to underpaint and, yeah. and basically do all of my highlighting, like, like an exaggerated Zenithal mm -hmm. basically. I mean, you could basically paint the thing in, in grayscale yep. and then pop over, like uh, Carnage here that I was just showing, mm -hmm. he was basically done with all yellows and oranges. Mm -hmm. And then I put a transparent red over the top of it. And unfortunately, you know, this isn't the best camera for that, but um, just that ability to just put it all there and then it brings it all together yeah. yep. in one color yeah. with one spray like that. So it's it's not really, it, it's not an ink, it's not a glaze, it's its, its own monster. And I love the transparents. Yeah. Yeah. I use them basically on everything I do. They're absolutely fantastic. They look great every time uh, that Tim does it, and I'm really proud of him. Also, best white in the business. Oh. They're, the titanium white is probably one of the best whites I've ever used. It goes on fantastic every time. It's a, a phenomenal, phenomenal paint. If you love super matte, that's the way to go, man. Okay. Yeah. Now, super matte's like a regular matte, but like, super. A, like a super version of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah where's the cape? Yeah. So that that was my thought because I'm an obviously an, an avid painter that does a lot of his own hobbying. So yep. that was something. Oh, also the dark silver and the bronze probably best metallics in the game. Hmm. Like without question. Like within the industry, I use those on everything. They're my favorite. Like a Frank's Red Hot of yeah, metallics. literally, literally a Frank's Red Hot. Maybe a maybe a Frank's Red Hot and a Cholula. I love Cholula. Yeah. Ooh. <clears throat> um, favorite. So. Let's get into it. So tonight, the main topic is we are going to be talking about and looking to maybe expand yeah. on some of the events and formats that we saw at Adepticon 2022 this year mm -hmm. to see what are the tournaments that we're going to be wanting to run here locally at our LGSs. What should you guys at home be running at your LGSs? And uh, how can we expand them, make them better, make them, uh, you know, more like the bronze mm -hmm. metallic paint at monument right. exactly and less like um the the crayola uh rose art colored pencils that i tried Ooh. to paint my models with right it didn't work well for you bud no it didn't no no it broke a lot of uh, broke a lot of right. uh, of parts yeah i'm proud of you but chuck yeah i actually got three you got three i got three uh, i'm gonna pitch all three to you and see how you feel about them well first one's super quick and easy all right Super quick and easy. It's so called. These, a, so these are new formats. These are three new formats okay. uh, because I didn't really understand the assignment. So mm -hmm. I did three new formats. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but there are also ones that I've seen at other tournaments that I would love to bring in because I think they'd work really well with Marvel Crisis Protocol. All right. And I think it's it's super perfect that we have Brendan here tonight, too, yes. because he has seen, um, you know, right. everything at this point. Yeah. I feel like. So if you're not like me and you're ag- almost exactly like Tim, this one's for you. This is a, the hyper competitive ish style version called the Trios Tournament. So it's a it's a you get into groups of three, mm-hmm. um, but you play single games. So it's kind of like a teams tournament, but you only play single uh, like one V one against other teams. You total up your points at the end of the game, and that goes to your total score. There's five rounds, five, five rounds, five rounds over two days. Um, and you, uh, I, I'm just, that's aggressive. Airball. I'm just airballing stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just throw it. I have, you could do three rounds in one day if you really wanted to, but okay. the point being that don't you're, do four rounds in one day for a legion. I'm just saying, yeah, don't do that. That's not awful. <laughs> um, and you're totaling up your points. The reason why I like this format so much is because you could be losing your game. Yeah. But if you're scoring high points, if it's like a f- 15, 16 game, you're still putting 15 points towards your team score. Whoever has the highest team score at the end of the tournament wins like they win. That's how you win. You're winning based on points, not on wins, losses. Yeah. So this is why it's specifically designed for you. Two reasons. One, you're a numbers guy. You love the crunchiness. You love figuring out how much by game three, everybody on your team needs to like score to keep in third place to get into second place things like that yeah i know you you're a numbers guy you love to sit you love to crunch that's your thing two and this is really where i where tim's gonna shine at the end of the tournament you will be able to go man i can't believe i just carried everybody this entire tournament and nobody offered to help me that is something I yep. would say. So I, I that specifically is like one of my favorite format tournaments because I like the idea of like a, a team base that you don't have to rely. The game doesn't become longer. Mm-hmm. You're still playing the same game, but there's a new aspect to it where it's not like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to forfeit at round at round four because I could potentially still pick score, up a couple more right, points still. Right. Which could potentially make us win the tournament. So I'm trying to beat that guy over there at that table. Yeah. But I can do that by playing this guy over here. Exactly. I like it. Yep. Um, now. Yes. Uh, and I'll play devil's advocate because sure. I'm an event organizer. And, and I am not. So this should be good. It's, it's what I do. Uh-huh. Uh, so what do you do to factor in? And, and I I tend to err on the side of play the objectives. Mm-hmm. But what about those guys who just want to who just want to pound people into sand and take people out and, and maybe that you know, turn three, I've only got five points, mm-hmm. but I've, I've got, you know, two KOs that are going to happen this round and another, you know, another two to three days is on the way. Like, how does that factor in? So, and, I, and do you care? Um, I mean, for me, no, because I am a bloodthirsty player. Like I would rather just go for the KOs. Also Marvel Crisis protocol in general is very forgiving if you do play that way because it is that that has that swing factor to it where like yeah I could be down five points 
in round three or yeah, in round three, but round four, I just scored 10 points because I KO'd got you off all your objectives. I have everybody on points and I have four hammers on bullseye. You know what I mean? So do you think you would add an additional victory point condition for dazing or KOing enemy characters? No, I think you, I think you keep it the same exact way. Okay. I think you, you keep it a normal game, but the outside the confines of the game is how the tournament is essentially scored and ran. All right. Um, so that's like my super Tim competitive crunchy side. Now we're going to go to mine. Yeah. Uh, this is the super casual fun uh, and for a good cause. I love doing, I love doing a good charity work. Yeah. We're doing the charity food drive tournament. The way this works is you bring a bunch of donations with you. Um, 20 cans, 25 cans, however much you want. Mm-hmm. Each can has a value of one. Um, and throughout your game, you can proceed to donate a certain number of cans, each can having either a one, a three, a five, or an X. So if I want to donate one can, three cans, five cans, or X cans, yeah. meaning any number, um, this uh, allows you to do something within the game. Okay. So... I donate. I, I've started working some stuff out. So donate one can. I mean, he doesn't have to pitch anything else. I'm in. <laughs> so the, we actually went to a tournament a bunch of years ago for a different game. And I think it was in Syracuse. Um, and this was like the format and we all fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, so one can, you can reroll one die. Okay. Um, and, but you can only do this once because you don't want to essentially like uh, per turn. Do you, oh, so you have like a cap of how many points you could potentially yeah. spend either. Potentially. Per round yeah, you don't want to make it purely pay to win. Right, right. Exactly. But also if I only bring 25 cans, I got to be picky and choosy of when I'm going to do this and when I'm not going to. Um, I also had it at the one can level gain one energy, but you can only do this once per turn. Mm. Um, at the three can, I, I hadn't really figured out where I wanted to set things. Where what I thought was like needed more than one can, but was like a not great if it was at five. Like nobody would use it. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I haven't figured out anything there. But five cans. Um. If a character is KO'd, you can bring them back injured with one health left. So Ooh, essentially, like getting an advanced field dressing, but for KOs instead of dazes. Right. So you essentially are mitigating. Now, five cans is a lot. Nobody wants to carry five cans. You know what I mean? So, like, do you bring just, like, a wagon full of cans with you? Who knows? Just to clarify, you're having people redeem cans Uh mid-game, not turning in all the cans as an entry and then getting a bunch of tokens. Right. But no, I'm I have five uh-huh. physical cans yeah. right now that I'm using to yep. redeem. Yeah, live. I yeah. And you have to go get a judge to have him mark it to say, yep, you can do this. <laughs> you gotta get a lot of judges. You know so, what I mean? And so as a as a TO, Brendan. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, maybe you use tokens. Who knows? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah. so this is this is actually like a hundred percent similar to the very first game of Warhammer 40k I ever played. Mm-hmm. And the local store in Omaha, which was the game shop, and I'll totally shout them out because I love them. Um if you're ever in that area, go to the game shop, period. If you're in the but, Oklahoma um, area. Yeah. Oh, Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, Omaha. Oh, no, no, Omaha, Nebraska yeah, yeah. area. Little, little little closer to you guys. Um but um, they did a charity con and they, they kept the store open basically from Friday through Sunday, 24 um, seven. They did it for Munchkin. They did it for Warhammer. And I did a five on five, 2000 points per player on three tables. This was my first game of 40 K ever. <laughs> that literally I didn't even have shivers. a rule book yet. <laughs> 
And and one guy brought a 200 orc boy uh, squad, just one squad of 200 orc boys. That was his army. Um, and and that orc boy army did remain after the end of the game. But um, and and basically, yeah, you could just you could cash in canned goods for for rerolls and for you know for command points or whatever, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And and. I've I've tried to push at any store I've ever been involved with, like doing more events like this because you're you're doing good for your community. Uh, it gives people an opportunity to be a little ridiculous um, and and plan and build for that. You know, obviously, as from an organizer, you want to keep it a little bit still so that it's a game and not just a, yeah. a dollar transaction. But right. um, I, I adore it. I I just I think it's a great way to to do all the good things in the community and mm-hmm. and people have a good time with it so yes this format has my my approval i love it right get Uh, tickets yeah yeah so okay get tickets um my other my other five canner was uh regain a tactics card that you had already used this game so essentially getting to use your book of shumagrath uh in any army i like helios i mean i mean five cans a lot of cans man that if, if you're going three I'm games, for, how many cans do you want? Because I want to use Helios every turn. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you can do it. I guess not. You just got to bring a car full of cans. Yeah. And no, then, listen, Instacart put, put is getting more uh, uh, put, put some gems on uh, on Thanos and just AOE the whole board every turn. Yeah. There you go. I mean, kind of here for it. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. And then my X cans was uh, heal X damage. Okay. on that character at the beginning of their activation so I'll put a little bit of a cap on it but so the idea being like, like yeah let's say i bring 25 cans i got 25 tickets but that's over the entire tournament that i have to use these 25 to you know cans or tokens or whatever yeah um i like that a lot yeah i thought i thought i it's a good thing to run at like the beginning of november then you can donate um all of the stuff to your local uh food pantry and and you know you do some good it's nice to see when the hobby community can do some some good out there yeah for real i think you could even and i think uh just from a logistics standpoint i would say double check with your food pantry because some don't like canned goods they prefer boxed goods sure uh due to weight due to weight and shelving issues but that's a different communication you could have as an organizer with with your local pantry Agreed. A great idea too. Yep. Yeah, that was a that was a very general can. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, I just learned that recently though, and I was like, huh. Maybe that's what you Most give out. People probably don't know that. We yeah. give we get a bunch of like little three D printed cans, and Ooh. those are the tokens that you can there you can go. use. You know, yeah. Ooh. love that for you, bud. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we have a ton of cans of pumpkin puree that yeah. we could. That's true. We could do something with I got that too. So it's weird. Yeah, I didn't know my mom shopped in your pantry. Um, <laughs> it's a, she just shows up with a bag. <laughs> she kicks in the door. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Tracks. Um, and then my last one, which is actually the one I would be most excited about um, to go to a tournament, is like a survival of the sickest tournament or a survival tournament, King of the Mountain, if kind of, I guess. Yeah. Not King of the Mountain. I guess survival. <clears throat> um, the way this works is if your character becomes KO'd during the game, mm-hmm. you cannot use them the rest of the tournament. Oh, so the way this works is you build your normal roster. You build your, you know, three crises, 10 tactics, 10 characters. Let's say Tim and I are playing at the end of the first round. Let's say I lost. I you KO'd two of my characters in this game. Yeah, I now can only when I go to the game two can only pick eight from my roster to build my squad for the next game. Okay, so it 
it's fun in the sense of like it it feeds bloodthirsty people and it yeah. kind of like weeds them out, but you still got win loss basis and you technically have reserves. But what I really, really like is the idea of as you go on, have you played smartly? Have you backed off when you need to back off because you needed to, you needed this character for the next round? Mm -hmm. Do you play low crisis to try to keep your numbers of characters on the field low? Or do you play high crisis in hopes that you can kind of mitigate the amount of damage going across the board? So I will say initially when, when you, you pitched this, I hated it. Yeah, I know you like you really did. But the more I thought about it, I've really 180 on it pretty hard. Yeah, because it gives us uh, against type play that we don't Mm -hmm. normally see in tournaments. You're actually going to be a little bit more heavily weighted on the higher threat characters. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of tournament lists and stuff kind of go wide. Mm -hmm. Your bullseye is now your most valuable asset that you want to keep super safe mm-hmm. because he is very easy to take out yeah. completely and then he's gone for the rest of the tournament bodyguards become crucial but also yeah. very strategic and that is it worth bodyguarding anymore mm-hmm. you know um i did and, and then i had two two things yeah one just just to make everybody mad you ban field dressing from the tournament but you bring back all you got Ooh, ooh! oh it's spicy uh, <laughs> i like it Okay, so I'm do, in. do you play all you got? Is it worth it to you? I'm, I'm in. Is it worth your physical and mental health to bl- be allowed to bring back for one more time all you got? Wow. But you don't have field dressing wow. anymore? Uh, all right, yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. Yep, I- you sold me on it. Actually, I, I like it because, um, you know, one, one thing for Battletech in particular is, like, you don't want to lose your pilot. Yep. Right. And 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 this is something that I bring into like RPGs when I play and when I run them is preservation and conservation of life. Mm-hmm. Like like you're not just going to throw yourself out there knowing that you can get revived or healed or whatever. Like mm-hmm. stand behind cover, run from a fight, mm-hmm. survive like like and that's you're doing that in a tournament environment now. Yeah. And, and there's I like that. Yeah, and there's I think there's like three kind of like characters that we don't normally see get played. I think Wong now becomes very vital because he can heal. I think Hood is in everybody's list now because yeah. he can, you know, he has that healing factor ability. I think Dark Dimension with their ability, with their tactics card that allow you to bring back a KO'd character yeah. is really, really good now. Well, and Dark Dimension goes one of two ways, right? Yeah. Like, it's a little risky because you could be putting a bunch of extra damage out on your mm-hmm. characters. It could, in fact, that affiliation ability could KO yeah. one of your Could potentially, you. Na- you know, kill you. But Dark Restoration's right there. Right, No breathing. No breathing. Until you're breathing again. Correct. It's kind of the point of the card. Yeah. Um, And then also... I forgot what my other point was. I think it I think it makes um characters with invulnerabilities a lot more useful. I think yeah. you see a lot more Luke Cage mm-hmm. or or Colossus. That's what it was. I think unaffiliated becomes your primary goal. I don't think you worry about affiliations anymore. I think making you becomes your opponent's primary goal because he could kill your leader right. and then you could have no affiliation right. leader. And then you have no affiliation leader, which means you can't, you can still use your tactics cards, yeah. but like maybe you just bring good stuff. You know what I mean? Like you don't worry about affiliations anymore. Mm-hmm. So you don't lose your affiliation ability right off the bat, you know, game one. Yeah. I think unaffiliated, I think it makes list building completely different. And you know who it brings back into the fold is Asgard. Yeah. A little bit of a heal or a Odin's blessing becomes yeah. crucial to this game. Uh-huh. Um, and they've just got so much power generation yep. naturally that you're just like, mm-hmm. 
dropping the hammer. Yeah. I think you might have to, I think you might have to skim and add some stuff to the restricted list mm-hmm. tactics wise. I think maybe like Helios cannon probably has to become a, a, a restricted card. Things that do significant amount of damage yeah. have to become restricted. Um, just, just for plotting purposes, but at the same time, I love a good healer. All right. I'll hit you with this. Yeah. If characters can be removed, what if you only get 10 tactics cards for the whole tournament? Total. Ooh, like you drop a tactics card and you can't use it again. I, oh, I kind of love that too. Danny would win because she doesn't use tactics <laughs> cards. To begin with. I kind of like that. It really makes you have to figure out when you're going to play your tactics cards. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't hate that at all. No, and then and then you don't have to worry about restricting anything. Does because uh, you've only got strength. one Helios cannon for the whole day. Oh, I do like that. Does does uh, convocation no breathing become your new favorite thing because they are had the ability to bring stuff back? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Or, I think uh, they or Brotherhood with uh, Magneto's cover tactics yeah. cards that comes True back too. at the end of the round. I also think actually now something about it: convocation being you having the ability to choose who becomes your affiliation leader mm. um, becomes very strong. Oh gosh, well. yeah, yeah. Because okay, I lost. I lo- you know I lost. Strange on, but yeah, listen, Mordo- Cleo's leading this bad boy now. Exactly. You know. So I it's I I think in the, in its infancy, I think it has potential of doing a lot of really cool, interesting things that yeah. I think any convention could turn it into the mcp draw yeah i think it potentially could be a a huge draw what's the name do you call it do you just go full wrestling and call it survivor series oh for sure okay yeah yeah. yep what about what do you call the can drive or the the uh the item drive tournament um heroes for hire oh that's actually perfect yeah that actually makes a lot of sense okay uh i was gonna come up with something like more festive-y but heroes for hire actually i mean good job justine that was a great idea (laughs) Um, and the first, the first one you you suggested, what's that one called? Oh, trios tournament. Oh, trios. Yeah. Okay. Which is a a wrestling reference again. So. Well, yeah. no, it's perfect. So I'm gonna go a little bit different uh, with with mine, and I'm just gonna take two existing ideas out there, and which I think is great. That's why them, we work so well together, right? And just mash them together. So I want to see effectively a combination of the team up event that we saw at Adepticon, mm. but mix it with the three box challenge. So it is a co-op versus a team game, similar to how the team op was, Mm -hmm. but you are allowed the core box and then each player on the team gets two boxes to be able to add additional tactics cards and crisis eye. I don't hate that. Right? Crises? Crises. Um, Crisolves. I think it's like wolves. It goes with a V-E-S. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, In the team tournament at Adepticon, Mm -hmm. we're were teams allowed to have the same character twice between no. the two? Okay, I wasn't sure. And both people picked their rosters completely separately. Okay. So they got seven slots for characters right. and then um five tactics cards each. Gotcha. They could bring six to a game. Okay. All right. But I think you keep I loved the team up format at Adepticon yeah. this year. Like absolutely adored it. Um and I think adding that <clears throat> effectively a, a a tango of two boxes mm-hmm. to it. Uh, add some really unique decisions without making it too much. I think three boxes for each player is too much. You're adding six boxes to uh to the right. core box. I mean, you can pretty much just play whatever you want at that point. Yeah. Um, but two I and mean, one is too few. Right. Well, and especially with characters like Kingpin, it's like if you want to run Criminal Syndicate, 
Yeah. Kingpin being a solo box, taking up a quarter of your team's yeah. effective resource pool. That's a commitment. Yeah. yeah. Venom. Yeah. Same there. Or Modoc or Hulk, She-Hulk. It's Star-Lord. Like, Star-Lord's by himself. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I'd even consider um, doing it five boxes per team. Each player picks out two, but then you kind of have a free-floating single-character box mm-hmm. just to make that easier. But I, I guess I'd, I'm not even positive it needs it. Yeah. I think keeping it a little bit more conservative to four boxes total is still a lot. And if you're working with your partner, I mean, you'll be making those decisions together. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like it. But the way the team up event worked at at, at Adepticon was you use standard crisis eye, uh, and then you added six mm-hmm. um, threat to that to be able to make the the combined roster. You had ten tactics cards between the two players, but you boiled down to six instead of um, five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you keep those right intact too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think but, it's good. But that's where I'm at with it. All right, I like I it. I like it. And you call it the. Uh, the the twin 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 turbo team up tournament tim tag team terrific the tantalizing throw a tantalizing yeah the the tantalizing twin turbo team tactics team up for tango to uh tabanero for charity for fun run fun run yeah uh 2000 yeah yep yep Oh, a 2000. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. The tacos. And tacos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tacos. Yeah. You got to, you, you, you offer to let the taco truck park outside the store. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. You got to. Absolutely. So I'll follow up on your team idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so this is something that I'm completely ripping off Dion from the Gold Squadron. Um, and I want to do it for Legion. And I think, honestly, with the team-up event in in a slightly adjusted format, and I don't have the details, I'm going to bring a stick, you bring a rock, we'll hammer it out. Um, you know, like, like so, so what he does for duos, um, the whole principle behind it is that you go into an event, um, you bring your list, and it's a team event where every round you get partnered with a new player. And the idea behind it is it's purely from a social manipulation standpoint. Now, instead of meeting one person across the table or two people across the table who you may or may not talk to that much, all of a sudden now you're forced to interact with three new people every round and you don't know what your partner is going to be. And so like from a list building standpoint, do you bring a... Do you bring a workhorse like like a juggernaut who's going to run through and just run through things by themselves? Or do you bring a list that's a commander that's going to provide buffs and support and make whatever shows up next to you better than it is? Like mm. strategically, do you do you plan for that or not? And that's your decision. Um, and I want to do it with Legion because because then you now have an opportunity that you could have some crazy separatists partnering up with you know, the empire or something. Um, Cause the normal formats don't allow that, but, right. but like, but now you've got this opportunity for crazy, wacky, silly people are having a good time. Nonsense is happening. Oh, and that's the whole point. Um, so I adore that actually. Yeah. Like I, I like that a lot. Um, like a scramble. Almost. Yeah. And you know what you could do too? You could even just mix it with the, with the what if event, just really 
throw it to the wolves as far as randomness. Not only are you showing up with effectively just a random bunch of dudes that you drafted, you're also getting matched up with and against other random wacky lists the entire time. Yeah, I adore that. Like, I love that a lot. And if you know that's the nonsense you're getting into, that's the expectation. Yeah. Right. And so you've set that bar for nonsense. So I feel like people are going to be a lot more agreeable to it. Than- yeah. Yep. I completely agree. I adore that. Like, I, I love that. I want to run that like right now. I want to be playing that like this weekend. The only reason we didn't do it for Legion at Adepticon is because I had already published the information and and we had to get those schedules out. And I was like, I, it, it's too late in the game to make that amendment and try and explain it to people and get it out so that everybody can can have that communication. That's the only reason I didn't do it. 2023, though. Potential. Yeah. Um, Total credit to Dion and the Gold Squadron guys. For real. I mean, shout out to those guys. Yeah. Uh, we only got to see Dion very briefly at Adepticon because mm-hmm. he was... Heard honestly, him the whole time, though. <laughs> did hear him a yeah. lot. Um, yep. But, dude, he was crushing it. His setup and his backdrops and stuff looked incredible. Oh, yeah. But I didn't even know. I didn't. I we don't have an X-wing community here, so I didn't know that X-wing was uh, as a popular because I think they had gosh darn near as many tables as anything else um, for for a game that again like locally is not played, right? Or, or if it is, it's very few people. Yeah. Um. And but had been very big, especially in first edition. Yeah, it was was really big in yeah. first edition. Um, and just like how rabid and, and and diehard they are for the game, the that community is for the game. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's not Attitude Era X Wing, but like they're definitely holding down the fort and yeah. they're making it happen. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> like, like they are. Um, I have a lot of respect for those guys and what they do. Yeah, and they they're just they're carrying that banner and they're doing amazing things with it. Yeah. So, speaking of, uh, is there anyone that you really want to shout out that you had a very good experience with at Adepticon that was just like number one? Either these people made my my life and my experience significantly easier, or that you just thought were absolutely killing it. Uh, me, I mean, honestly, meeting you guys was great. Um, but well, I mean, I, <laughs> I this mean, is really uncomfortable. You know, we don't like that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't know that. I, I didn't get the memo that praise was not allowed on here. Um, obviously, you know, you guys were great to meet. Um, honestly, you know, the core set of TOs for that Asmodee group so Dion, myself, Eric, uh, Mike Tisdale, part of the Adepticon staff. Um, you know, we, we've been working with Hank, the head of Adepticon, and I mean, just all that love, all that support, all that family. Um, I know Mike had a great team running all the MCP stuff. Um, Mr. Tisdale is how he prefers to be. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Sorry. <coughs> Mr. So, Tisdale. Um, yeah, so, I mean, all those guys were honestly really good. Um, you know, Tim was over there running things, Charles, uh, yeah. Liam. Um you know, we also had um, Adam and Joe and Abby and Matt. I mean, it was just like, and those are all everybody I just listed there. That's all Adepticon staff, right? Yeah. Like those weren't those weren't people who were brought in, and I and I'm I don't mean that in like a negative, but that's like how much the Adepticon staff just loves MCP in general. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole terrain team behind it, like that's a oh room full of people, yeah, who spent goodness knows how many hours, you know, airbrushing and painting up all that terrain for everything. Um, and I mean, that's 
that's what Adepticon really is for me is, is just that family of like everybody stepping in, everybody bringing it all together. Um, and, and it's very clear that there's a lot of love just within the Adepticon staff for MCP. And that's why everybody was hanging out there. I mean, the table for the MCPTO station was just packed all weekend yeah, um, with, with people helping out um, and, and doing stuff. Um, you know, I had I had Sarge and Kate and John Griffin and Ryan Solowski, um, you know, running my stuff. Uh, and those guys saved me. I mean, at one point, John put me to bed like that. He's like, he's like, go to bed. I've got this. I'll clean up. You just Aww. go to bed. And, you know, he, he, he sent me to bed. Um, Antina over in registration. She's my Adepticon mom. Um, she, she told me to sit down and eat my food before it gets cold, you know, um, uh-huh. you know, cause I, obviously I was running around too much, but, um, you know, that, that's just the kind of group that it is, is, is just all that support, all that love. Um, and frankly, I, I look forward to the next one. That's just, yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, I, I do think I need a break, but I look forward to that. <laughs> I do think in the background, <clears throat> uh, both for you and, and Nick Gardner, uh, we need to like lap counters just to see yeah. how many times you guys pass by because I mean, you guys put in steps. Yeah, you guys got your steps. I did. I, I actually pulled up my health tracker and it was it was nuts. Uh, just like my my week before, my week after and then just Adepticon week. All my bars are through the roof. <laughs> And yeah, it's crazy. Can imagine. Um, yeah, I lost it. I had something like super important in my head. It was there. It was probably chocolate coated. Probably had like a little dusting of hazelnuts over it, and like 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 a a little, like a little gold foil wrapper too. But there you go. It's gone. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Yep. Encasing a hazelnut probably as well. Mm. Has a real love a Ferrero Rocher. Yeah, I can't say it. Every time I try to say. That word, yeah. I almost tried there. I yeah, my mom goes Ferrara Roros. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Ferrara Rocher. You uncultured swine, Ferrara Rocher. Yeah, it's delicious. Lamborghini. Yep. All right, we figured it out. I'm proud of you, bud. Thank you, man. Um, now out of all of the the stuff, out of all the different formats that we've mentioned tonight, what? And we'll, we'll go around quick. Everyone will answer. There we go. I'm, I got you back. Okay. <laughs> oh, cool. I lost you for a second there. Like total freeze. And then it told me Bluetooth reconnected. So. Oh. So so here's the good news. You got to miss me trying to say Ferrero Rocher. Yeah, that's true. That's all, you, that's all that happened. But uh, we'll, we'll go around really quick. And we will. What out of all of the different formats that we've talked about tonight would be your number one to try to implement right away that you would be excited to play in? And which one do you think would be the hardest and most difficult one to TO for? Uh, I'll go first. I, I, so I am not a TO. So any of these would be very difficult for me <laughs> right. to do. Uh, I was asked to do it one time and I magically had to work. Um, it's crazy how that works. Yeah, it's, it's super weird that everyone else backed out of that too. And it was just me and Anthony. There. Yep, <laughs> but, that tracks. Um, but I would say I think the survival mode. Mm. Uh, like version, I think that's my favorite, but I really do like, um, I I really do like that, like team tournament, like kind of round robin mystery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, I would not have any idea how to run that, but I would love to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but something like survival mode, I think would be an easy thing for me to be actually be able to do. And I think would actually go over really well. I think it would be like, you could run that day one next to what if. 
Right. Uh, make it a make it a limit. You know, don't mm-hmm. don't allow seventy people. It could be brutal, but well, and maybe that's would a you good... even potentially like shorten the later rounds, just anticipating attrition. <laughs> yeah, honestly, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think you have a great opportunity there to give out some really good, um, like sportsmanships awards and, and yeah, that like too. That. Like, yeah. Everyone votes for their favorite person mm-hmm. that they got teamed up with. You can only vote for others or, or things along those right. lines. And honestly, I think that's a great like final day tournament too. Yeah. Especially if you have like a big two day singles tournament or team tournament going on. Like that's the one you throw in on a Sunday so that people that don't have anything else going on can play in that. Mm-hmm. It is kind of a, a stress reliever. You're just blowing off steam and, right. and and having a good time with whoever's around. Yep. Agreed. Um, I, I think that one is is by leaps and bounds the one that I want to play in like immediately right. is is uh the what if scramble superhero scramble or whatever. Yeah. The one that I would not want to TO in any way, shape, or form would be the Survivor series. Cause I don't want to have to like keep track of who's used what tactics cards and what characters are are dead and gone. Right. And oh well, he used Dark Restoration during the middle of this, so he was really back around. And you have some people that, oh, I forgot I used that in round one. And like Sure. I, I don't want to. I, I feel like you have to print the tactics cards and yeah. tear them up. Yep. Like yeah. like you physically tear them up when you're done. Yeah, it's possible. Like, I could see that. Or get like big bingo stampers, like blotters that. Yeah. Just in your opponent uh, honestly, off or like maybe just provide sleeves to them and then get a stamp that says like used. Yeah. Or or something like that. I, I think would be fair. Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, Brendan. What one do you want to play in, and what one do you absolutely not want to run? So I, as a TO, I think how many emails and how many questions am I going to get? And <laughs> yeah. so, so I think, um, you know, I, 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 obviously I love the charity aspect, um, that, I mean, so that's a, that's a real strong contender for me. Um, I really like the elimination one because I think, um, I think it presents a lot of, of different opportunities, but I'm always looking for that casual. So I, I think I want, I think I want some sort of team event. Um, you know, and, and maybe even like we did it for, for Legion and we're trying to push it more, like throw in some team spirit. Um, so like people are dressing up, you know, if you're doing a team event, have people dress up together, um, you know, or, or things like that, you know, anything you can do that's not even game related to make the event more fun, I think is a win. Um, I think the drafting mechanic while awesome, uh, I think is actually one of the hardest as a TO because not only do you have to source all those miniatures, whether or not you want to own that miniature or not, mm-hmm. um, but now you also need to have it painted. Um, and I think if I'm not mistaken, it was either m- like dominantly Mike Tisdale's or or a collection of like other donations from the I staff. They, and it was so all Mike. They were all Mr. Tisdale. I think it was all <laughs> Mr. Tisdale's. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I think it was all his and um and so, I mean, that's a, you know, that's a financial risk. You're looking yeah. at, you know, yeah. do your miniatures walk off? Um, anything like that damage to your stuff. So um, I think logistically that's the most nightmarish, but I think it's also one of the most fun and amazing parts yeah. too, as a, as a hobbyist who puts a lot of love into things. Um, so I think that's the one that I, I look forward to the least organizationally. 
but also I think is super fun. So yeah, um, it, it, I think I thought it was an amazing event. I was watching everybody like picking, and I was like, "This looks awesome." So we were we were speaking to Mr. Tisdale uh, afterwards about things that you know we might be able to do differently, specifically with that event. And it was like, "We need we need cameras on the draft. We need that up on the stage. Mm-hmm. That's a huge, awesome spectacle to behold." Um, I think that would be an awesome, awesome, awesome yep. addition there. Agreed. And it'd be and, fun to comment on too, right? Oh, like, yeah. Like yeah. I think I think you'd have a great opportunity just in the booth. Well, and we had we had Taylor running back and forth between us on the stream setup and who was picking, like just dashing over and being like, "Okay, the guy that was playing Brotherhood also took um, uh, Black Panther," and then would like run back and then we talk about that. It was it was a little scrambly, but it was like day one and it was a lot of fun, but. But yeah, being able to see those those choices uh, firsthand too would would provide uh, a little bit more information, which would be cool. Uh, the the other thing too is is um and, and Mike had brought this up was probably shortening the 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 timer to pick. Like you get a minute, especially for those first few where it's like, you know, I think you could spend a long time deliberating, probably in the early and certainly in the middle. Um, about what's going to fit with your roster, or your leaders, or or things like that, pretty quickly. But I love the draft. I, I was joking with my other Legion tos. Um, I'm super opposed to chess clocks fundamentally for like a hundred different reasons. Yeah, but having chess clocks for turn zero and setup for players, you might you might be able to sway me on that one. Okay, like just just to get the game going. Yeah, right. Because I feel like sometimes people can get stuck just setting up. Mm-hmm. And then you have no time to actually play the game. Yep. Uh, I, I despise yeah. chess clocks with a passion, but like some sort of timer during setup would maybe help remind yeah. people that we have uh, only X amount of time to get this done. I really like that a lot, especially because no one, especially once you're in the game, you don't want your game decided by uh, where it was towards the end of a round right. or at the end of a turn. So I think that's very motivating to get the flow going because especially you're meeting someone new. You don't know if you played against this guy before you're setting up, you're doing all that stuff, getting that a little bit more streamlined, a little bit quicker. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Or if you get two community guys who who are like really good friends and they spend more time talking than actually setting up their game. Yeah. Like it's cool, but we got a game to play, guys. Yeah. What we need in in, uh, minis games as a whole is uh, effectively like a machine that would set up the game like uh like a bowling alley pin retrieval where it just it wipes everything into the trash and then it goes in it's all like little holes up towards the top kind of like a like a really complicated uh rube goldberg machine and then it all just kind of like funnels down and and goes right back in the same place so that's the thing we need to get hey you build it and i'll help set it up yeah chuck if you could get that going and just give me credit for it i'd really appreciate that yeah i'll work on that sure Thanks, man. Yeah. And we're going to need 64 of them. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I'll get on that for next year, for sure. You heard it here first, guys. It's canon. But never follow through on anything else I've ever made a promise on, so don't worry about it. Hey, you physically brought... Well, no, you didn't. I didn't. I don't know I don't know what it could be that you could even begin. I didn't even offer to drive. That's true. That's uh, I made yeah. that very clear. Yeah. But I was going to say that you did, in fact, remember to bring Raven's guard, his big chucker card, but you did forget it. I and did the, forget it and made the Coles bring it. And the Coles yep. brought it. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> but, guys, I think that is that's time that is time for this week uh brendan thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for making our adepticon experience uh absolutely world class 
Well, I appreciate you guys too. Uh, obviously, meeting you guys was one of my highlights, but I'm not going to say that too loud so you can hear it. But um, <laughs> thank you, because otherwise no. this will be the last time. <laughs> right. Well, that's why I didn't watch any of your streams before coming on here, because I heard that it would exclude me that's from how, being eligible. Yes, that is that is how we know you're a true fan because you've never watched any of our content. The second you do, we hate you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you know, I appreciate that you have standards. So mm-hmm. um, this is probably the first and last episode I'll ever watch, and that's fine. <laughs> much like I, how i do i only watch the ones that i'm actually on so i don't know what goes on when i'm not here yeah that's very true um but i think that we will probably be hopefully maybe seeing uh mr brennan here again shortly but for now please make sure to uh, don't forget go go leave that little subscribe that like if you're listening to the podcast version make sure to head over to the fifth trooper podcast and leave a five-star review for wait did i roll a wild there let them know we sent you and let jay know that listen he's doing a great job and uh we're excited to uh uh you know be owned by him yeah so make sure also check out professionalcasual.com where you can find all of our actual plays uh you can find more on big chuck or myself or elite Eight showdown you find links to all of our great stuff there as well to the patreon or the merch store or the youtube or the twitter or the twitch or um what's what's that other thing we do tiktok tiktok that one uh, orange flavored uh so they're kind of chewy they're not as minty as the other ones on the tiktoks i like that but uh i'm an orange guy you're not a big orange guy? No, I am. Oh, yeah. Same. I prefer fruit over mint, personally. I, and cinnamon overall. Wow. I don't like you at all anymore. That's Cinnamon's fair. the worst flavor. It's the worst gun. I, it's the so, worst mint. Like, I'm so done with I you started right it as a joke and would just slowly eat it in front of people. Oh. Uh, and then it proceeded to that. I just kind of gave myself Stockholm Syndrome and actually just kind of started liking it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was starting to get chemical burns in my mouth from it because it's so strong that I had to stop eating it. And now I kind of miss it. I, I have I have doubled down on shtick before, too. Yep. And ended it's up true. Like, yep. It's uh, uh-huh. so With chemical burns. Yeah. Yep. 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 For whatever reason, I like in high school, I was like, oh, yeah, flat soda's the best. I call it flop because it's flat pop and just mix it all in one bottle and I'll drink it. And I did that for a long time. And then one day I was like, this is gross. Why am I doing this? (laughs) Suicide at the fountain machine was not as cool as everybody made it out to be. It really wasn't, especially a Boy Scout camp with the slushy machine or the slush puppies. Uh, Mix them all together. It's great. No, it wasn't. uh, It was just brown. Yeah. Wasted a lot of money on this. Had a layer it. Pina colada in with like blue raspberry and stuff is like okay until you also add green apple and grape and yeah. fruit punch and cherry. It's just not. It's you not didn't a layer good it. You mix it all together. Well, no, the machine was behind the counter, so you told them what you wanted. Oh, uh, that's you, we didn't get to mix your own. They didn't trust uh, us. I was just yeah. a weeblow, bro. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, thank guys, thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you uh, next week and yeah. this upcoming Monday. Yeah, uh, Taylor will be on. Oh yeah, the power phase at twitch.tv. A tactical pro- Taylor is being deployed. A tactical Taylor at that twitch.tv slash professional casual network where we'll be playing some live Marvel Crisis Protocol after coming back from doing a live show yeah. and uh, at the Long Island Tabletop gonna, Expo. It's you you versus Taylor? It is me versus Taylor. So he's a Dazzler and you're a Black black Bolt? Uh, gosh, I hope not. <laughs> Sounds like it <laughs> <a> explode. <laughs> but Guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.